This episode of the Real Rescue Podcast is brought to you by SR3 Rescue Concepts because you don't know what you don't know. Life Saving Systems Corporation, we do our work so you can do yours. Tough gear for tough jobs. Breeze Eastern, the world's only dedicated hoist and winch provider. And Hilo Vodka, simply better vodka. SR3 Rescue Concept is a training company that can help you with your helicopter training, a standardization and safety check, or maybe just an audit or an FAA refresher. They're ready to bring your agency up to date with current techniques, rules, regulations, and equipment. The training staff is amazing! With certified and flight instructor pilots, experienced crew members, which I'm happy to say that I get to be one of them, They offer training in rescue, medical, tactical, firefighting, ground operations, and night vision goggle use. SR3 has partnered with Petzl to assist with the PPE inspection course and the highly specific Lazard, which is used in helicopter cliff and mountain rescues. SR3 goes above and beyond the helicopter world too. They also provide high angle rescue training and tactical medicine training. Contact them today at sr3rescueconcepts.com that's sr3rescueconcepts.com and follow them on Instagram at sr3 underscore rescue that's sr3 underscore rescue we're also brought to you by Life Saving System Corporation they manufacture the world's toughest helicopter rescue gear from my favorite harness as a rescueman the Triton to the rescue baskets and litters, and of course, the most popular hoist hook in helicopters, the D-Lock. The team at LSC cuts, bends, welds, sews, and machines these products into existence every day and then sends them on their way to us. We do our work so you can do yours. LSC, tough gear for tough jobs. Check them out today at lifesavingsystems.com. That's lifesavingsystems.com. And follow them on Instagram at R-E-S-Q-G-E-A-R. That's at R-E-S-Q-G-E-A-R. We're also brought to you by Breeze Eastern. Since the very first helicopter rescue in November 1945, Breeze Eastern has designed and manufactured superior rescue hoist solutions. While much of the technology and unique mission requirements have changed over the past 75 years, their commitment to the rescuers, the operators, and those who get rescued has not. Contact Breeze Eastern today by visiting them at breeze-eastern.com. That's breeze-eastern.com. And we are brought to you by Hilo Vodka. Hilo Vodka is a premium craft vodka made from the highest quality ingredients and six times distilled. Hilo Vodka was made to be crisp, refreshing, and unintrusive. It's exactly how vodka should be made, clean enough to drink neat and worthy to be mixed with your favorite cocktails. They make a crisp, refreshing vodka that is carefully carbon filtered for a smooth sip and no bite. Hilo Vodka is proudly 100% American made and veteran owned. Simply better vodka. Order yours today by visiting heloshopvodka.com. That's heloshopvodka.com. FedEx delivery is available in most states. Use the promo code capitals R-E-S-Q and you get 10% off your order. Plus, if you buy three bottles or more, it's free shipping. 
Please remember to drink responsibly. And FAA Part 91 says eight hours, bottle the throttle. The Rescue Swimmer Association, or EUROSA, which used to be European Rescue Swimmer Association, was started by two rescue swimmers meeting in the sea after a mishap and has turned into a worldwide community. With other rescue swimmers coming from all over the globe, sharing their different ideas, perspectives, equipment, tips, and tricks. Through their members forum, they're able to share experiences, lessons learned, write-ups from local doctors, and patient care information. This is a go-to library for just about anything from rescue swimmers around the world. Eurosa is supported by different vendors that help keep the association going. These partners include Eurosuit, Light Flight, Leonardo Helicopters, IWCS, Collins Aerospace, Life Saving Systems Corporation, HeliSafe, CHC Helicopters, AirSafe, AxNest, and Cressy as well as showcasing the latest equipment available for helicopter rescue operations, having these partners involved give the members an opportunity to talk directly to the equipment specialist. They get hands-on equipment to see exactly how to use it and how to care for it. This is vital for successful missions. With the constant changes in rescue, new equipment, having this type of community is a great way to stay up to date. This is open for any and all active rescue swimmers from all over the world. You can join them by going to eurosa.com. That's E-U-R-O-R-S-A.com. You click on the joining button and then fill out the questionnaire. Hit submit. The board will take a look at the application and get right back to you. The cool part about this episode is now we get to hear how it all began. In this episode of the Asterix, we're joined by Sammy and Risto from Finland. It just so happens that Risto is one of the founding members of Eurosa and he gives the rescue that made it all happen. With a vessel in distress, big seas, broken hoist cables, two countries working together, this is one heck of a story. I hope you guys enjoy this story as much as I did. My name is Jason Quinn. I am United States Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer number 500. These are my rescues and rescues from those of us that put our lives on the line every day so others may live. This is The Real Rescue Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Real Rescue Podcast. (laughs) And today, ladies and gentlemen, I have got a treat for you guys because we are going to learn something from our friends over at the Finnish Border Guard. I've got Sammy Olila. Is that right? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. okay. And then Risto Lino. Uh-huh. Better fact. Okay. All right. So these guys uh, work with the Finnish Border Guard, the Air Patrol Squadron, and are both rescue swimmers. Sammy got a little more training. He's a paramedic. But uh, the reason we have them on today is because they're the ones, the key components that started the European Rescue Swimmer Association. I am pumped to have them here. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. What's up? Thank you, Jason. Happy to be here. Yes, Absolutely. thank you, Jason. Same to hear. This is great, man. A uh, little side note for everybody out there. Uh, Risto's got a little help with interpretation there from Sammy. 
So if you hear him speak some Finnish, is that right? The Finnish is the normal language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Language. Okay. So thank you, Sammy. Risto, I got you. You can speak yes. in Finnish all you want. I'll just say, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love it. Yeah. Well, thank so, you guys so basically, we, we can talk about what, whatever we want. So. Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, Sammy, if you would be so kind, please introduce yourself to everybody out there and just kind of let them know who you are and how you got into search investment. Okay, well, first of all, thank you, Jason, for inviting me to this podcast. It's, it's really exciting to be here. And uh, yeah, my name is Sami Oliva, and uh, I've been uh, with the Finnish Border Guard Air Patrol Squadron as, as a rescue swimmer for 24 years now. And the last last uh, three years, two to three years, my position has been as, as a paramedic, as I studied studied the degree uh, aside my job two years ago. Yeah, that's basically living in Helsinki. And uh, in Helsinki. yeah, nice, beautiful, short and sweet to the point. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> What do you like for pastime? One one side question. What do you like to do in your off time when you're not working or studying? Uh, well, I I try to keep my uh, keep keep myself in, in in shape, doing some maybe running, swimming, whatever I, I feel like doing. Nice. Nothing specific. I don't have right now a routine to one one single sports. So uh, I basically do what whatever I feel like nice. doing. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mr. Risto, please give us a little background who you are and okay. how you got into rescue. Okay. Okay. Hey, my name is Risto Leino, living in Turku. And before my conscription, I decided to find out how to get the job from the Coast Guard. I live in my, we have an archipelago, archipelago in Summer House, and I see in there. Uh, coast guard boats and trying to get how how they are they are boarding and being close to water has been always be natural for me and and uh, <clears throat> in conscript time I applied to Finnish Navy drivers in conscript time and after that I'm trying to get to get the job with our patrol squadron and in i started with 1988 1988 nice more than 6,300 flight hours. <laughs> well done, with, sir. With, yes, with, with the helicopter and a little bit with the, with the helicopter and aeroplane too. But the reason why we are here is the broken windscape in the middle of the sea in the, yeah. in the dark and storm. <laughs> so... 
the broken hoist cable in the middle of a dark and stormy. That is exactly yes. why we are here. Um, but before I go that far, what helicopter are you guys flying on currently? It's H H215 or AS332 L1E. Oh, wow. Okay. So I am not Yeah, basically it's the, it has the same avionics as uh, 225, but oh. the fuselage is the same as the old older 332. Uh, okay. Wow. Very nice. Okay. I, again, I'm, it's not an aircraft that I'm very familiar with. I know the 225 pretty well. Um, haven't hoisted out of it, but I know that aircraft a little bit. So, but basically yeah. it's a, it's a very large aircraft. 225, S92 size, is that what you're telling me? Uh, uh, 332 is a little bit smaller than 225. So, okay. yeah, it's yeah. a very uh, sort of very good helicopter for, for the multi-role purposes that we use it for, so, yeah. Um, so you guys are all part of the Finnish Border Guard and we're gonna hear the story about basically how Eurosa started. So the European Rescue Server Association uh, which a lot of it happened because of your rescue, Risto, uh, getting launched out in a dark and stormy and then left on scene. So first of all, what was the case that you got called out on? Yes. Uh, the case was evacuation of the crew from Heracles Bulk in 2004. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it was it was a proble problematic SAR mission. <laughs> and, a problematic SAR mission? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, I I was I was I was a Finnish rescue swimmer and there was a ship on distress and <clears throat> there were two helicopters in that time who which taking part about the missions and the first of all there was Oscar Hotel Hotel Victor Fox and they hoist up with that Heracles bulk with the four people. Okay so you get and four then, people off the vessel on the first helicopter. Yes in, okay. in the first place and then they they leave about the four people in 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 that in the ships but the ships, they are, <clears throat> after that, they are leaving, they, they are leaving only yeah. drift, drifting at the sea. Yeah, they, they, just, if I take, if you may respond, take a step back, there was the original reason for that, for the distress was that uh, the combination uh, confronted uh, such a sea state it was very difficult to handle this combination anymore and they more or less just tried to keep the bow to the wind and they were basically drifting and trying to maneuver the combination in a way that the bow would be oh, against geez. the wind on headwind yes do you remember yes. how big the waves were <clears throat> yes the wind wind was something about middle of the 46 or 63 knots when they <laughs> look look looking about the helicopter 
mikä laskinnon, the helicopter instruments. Okay. And, uh, the yes, helicopter and, calculator. Yes, calculator. And the water was something about four degrees. Four degrees Celsius? Yes, oh. yes and then... And then That's and, cold. Yes, and they think that the waves waves were something about five till ten meters. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so for all my uh, imperial friends out there, ten meters is about thirty feet. So you're talking five meters is anywhere between fifteen and thirty feet. Holy God, that's a big gap too. That's yeah. that's huge. Yes. <laughs> All right, so now you, uh, uh, sorry, Risto, so you get put down into the water to yes, pull people we, out of the yeah. ocean. Yes, okay. when they, they, were, when they were with that first flight, they hoist up on the shifts. But then when the ship was just drifting and falling, falling there and the, they drifting about 20 feet, 25 degrees both sides, and uh, just the side to the wind when they have leave the mo motors. And they are just drifting the, <clears throat> the side to the wind. And we, we make the dis decision that it is too difficult and dangerous to hoist to, on the ships. And we make that decision that they are jumping on the water once at a time and then we hoist up when we get that first to helicopter, the second can jumping to the water. You know, it's, it's awesome that you say that uh, yes. because those are, that's what the guys just recently did down in Norway. And I've done that with guys off, you know, in Alaska and having guys jump from the vessel to the water, it seems crazy, but it's easier for us to get them out of the water mm. than it is off a vessel especially in big seas like that. I mean, yes, the, great the, idea, great idea. Yes, yes. And then the boat was drifting about the three knots wow. with the wind. And okay. when, they, when they jump at the water, the boat going downstairs. And so it boats go so fast uh, that three knots, and then we have time to pick up that guy's. The, the ships was going to the, what, mikä Sami Matalikko? It was drifting to shallow waters. Oh. Yes, to shallow, to shallow waters and near, near to about the Grundkallen lighthouse. <laughs> and so the ship is about to run aground is what we, yes. Would, yeah. Yes. That's, and there that's was, not good. Uh, Yes, it, that's not good. And then when the water deep was something about 60 meters, and it came lower and lower to the near about that lighthouse. And then the waves comes bigger and they are going to Mikasami Murtua. Yeah, the then, waves uh, grow in, in height so that they, they start to break. It, it was something yeah. like surf, surf waves when like surf you are seeing oh, yeah, surf, see. surf waves when you are seeing like that. And so you've the, got big breakers, the breakers yeah. coming off. Yes. 
break. Oh, yes, man. the race breaker. Yes. Well, that that uh, makes uh, that actually makes total sense then, because if you start with your 15 foot waves offshore, and then as yes. they're coming in, now they're gaining and getting higher to the that 30 foot, or really, sorry, five yes. meters to 10 meters, and then you have breakers on top of that. Holy smoke! That's pretty yes. impressive. <laughs> yes, and then we we succeeded to take three guys like that systems and the the sh captain of the ship was the last one of course <laughs> and that's mine too he, he, <laughs> yes and he he's he's coming little bit little bit hurry to jump out because the boat is going to the lighthouse near about uh, it's it's törmäsi se it's mikä on törmätä <laughs> It's, it's crashed. It's crashed to the lighthouse, and there was on the water was that the captain of the Heracles bulk, and it was the last guy going to downstairs to swimming. And when they hoist me downstairs, I was going inside that the big waves was broken, and I was inside at the waves, and it came so big hut that it's cable it broken my hoist cable oh my gosh all right so let let me recap that to make sure that i've got this you get hoisted down into the water you're in yes. a 10 meter wave that's breaking you get rolled in that wave and put so much tension on the cable that it broke yes buddy oh my gosh Yes. <laughs> All right. So now uh, you you and you guys do not have dual hoist at this time. You have one hoist on the aircraft. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. At, at, at the time. At the time. Yeah. So yeah. now you're in the water with, with no, the captain. With the captain. With the guy. <laughs> with the captain. With the captain. The ship. Yes. Do you? Oh my gosh. Yes. And you're floating um, or drifting or being pushed towards shore. Yes, we were there on the water, and at the same same time, they they were life rafts. Life rafts, life rafts have uh, opened automatically with okay. that Heracles bulk, and I see the life rafts on the water, and I have the captain with me, and we, then we started to swim. To the life rafts, and also, also in that, also in that time, they, the uh, maritime rescue center in Finland, they have uh, order the Swedish helicopter to back up. All right. So now this is where the Finnish border guard picks up the phone and says, "Hello, Sweden. We need some help." Our guys are now left out on out on scene. And yes, yes, we have a rescue mission do, during doing the rescue mission, and there comes the Swedish helicopter to back up. And then when when I the cable cable broken, I was on the water with the captain, and we are swimming swimming towards the life rafts and when we 
reach about the life rafts. They are coming Swedish sky on the Swedish helicopter rescue swimmer and pick first. They pick up the cup time and then they pick up pick up me. And then there was a two rescue swimmer middle of the middle of the storm and and thinking each other okay hello my name is Risto and he says my name is Daniel <laughs> oh, that is awesome I, and, yes. and again I, I'm going to recap this for everybody to make sure that we understand this crystal clear you get put in the water rolled by a wave the cable breaks the Finnish border guards makes a phone call <laughs> over to Sweden, who sends a helicopter out with a full rescue crew, puts their rescue swimmer in the water to pull out the captain and then pull out you. And then you look at each other like, what's up? <laughs> yes, yes. When, when, when we when we on the on the helicopter, can, some can show you some photos what Sweden are taking. It just when the hoist operation has happened, <laughs> In uh, the photos in helicopter in Swedish helicopter. That but is then Daniel, Dan- yes. And then, yeah, that was then the, we- the video station that I sent you earlier. It, it's uh, it's from this this moment that uh, uh, Resto was picked up by wow. the Swede. Yep. Which I will be posting, and- by the way. Every- everybody will have an opportunity to see that. It's uh. Just the fact that you have two countries with two rescue crews, we're all out to do the same job, help each other out. And uh, and the cool part about it is like, no one ever really talked at this point in time. Like it wasn't a communication between the rescue swimmers community throughout Europe, much less the world. Now it's it's a really worldwide. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to say, hey, I'm a new member. This guy right here, a new member. Yeah. But, uh, yes. <laughs> It's, yes, and, this is awesome. Yes, yes, and after after they have uh, in rescue nine 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 six from Sweden, they have pick up us, us, and then we fly to Marienham, and then we change the cruise. <laughs> I'm going to finish helicopter <laughs> with the <laughs> with the captain of the crew and. And then the Swedish guys go up, and it, it was middle of the night in Turku. And then we fly to Marienham to Turku, and in Turku we was little bit before one o'clock at the night. Oh my gosh! And 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 after 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 that, it it came little by little that idea that it might be a good a meet. Rescue swimmers in other other countries. You don't have to see that in first time in the middle of the sea, <laughs> in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the night, and and with the cold water. It's quite good to see each other. It's a little bit easier to work together and ask about how they are working and studying with the rescue swim swimmers work and it's shortly the story is like that (laughs) so when you guys decided to 
like come together to create this Euro European Rescue for Association, which I'm now going to call Eurosa because that's what it's called for short, Eurosa. Where, um, what was the first meeting, or or how did that come to be? Uh, I think it uh, it really started to grow progress uh, when when the social media started to kind of bring bring an effect here here in Finland. Uh, I think it was around 2008, around then, and uh, we actually the first uh, forum that we sort of built in Facebook was called Helicopter Rescue Swimmers or something like that, just to kind of test out if we could get people kind of in, in there to connect with with people from other countries. And uh, quite quickly, a uh, guy from Spain, Carlos de Campo Campos, uh, legendary guy from Spain uh, in, in northern Spain uh, still working as a hoist operator uh, hey that guy look at that good looking guy yeah yeah okay so shout out to Carlos if he's listening yes come on Carlos uh, Carlos right yeah yeah you know what we'll so, tag uh, him we'll make sure he listens <laughs> yeah 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 do that so Carlos was I think the first one that was out of northern countries that kind of got in contact with us and uh, yeah gradually from there we got we got a few contacts from uh, from of course from Sweden Sweden and uh, of course Estonia and yeah. uh, and then uh, Denmark and 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 one connection then afterwards came through Risto from the UK uh, 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 also a legend called Chris Bond. He has nice, nice uh, last name. Chris Bond. And, uh, Bond. Yeah. Chris Bond. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I think Chris is still working with the with Bristol on on SAR standards there. And uh, yeah, all all these connections we invited for a meet in in Finland at at Meriturva, the Finnish uh, maritime uh, training training center and uh, we had a two-day sort of conference there where people were basically introducing their own organizations and telling a little bit about the work that they do and uh, then we took, took a ferry to Estonia to meet our colleagues there uh, at their base and there was uh, Janos Alpurme was there. Janos, uh, main, main my boy Janos, yeah. I know Janos yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Janos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, during this this uh, uh, trip to Estonia, we we got the idea that uh, uh, we might there might be a sort of space for for an association for for European colleague, colleagues and uh, and then gradually it has grown was a few ten people and now we have we have about three hundred fifty members from all over the world actually right now. And uh, that's why we actually changed the name from European Rescue Swimmers to Rescue Swimmer Association, Eurosa, leaving the Eurosa kind of in the name. So, so we have- From the get-go, we, we thought that we would have live meetings uh, every, every second year. 
and the first meeting was in Denmark, and uh, uh, thereafter Spain, uh, Spain, Italy, and Iceland. And uh, in 2020, we were supposed to go to Portugal, but uh, because of the COVID situation, we had to cancel it. And uh, it looks like we're going to meet in 2022 in Portugal, the next meeting. Um, and it has, it okay, gradually I'll, I'll be has, there. I'll has, be there. Twist yeah, my arm. Yeah. I'll be there. All right. You don't have to hurt me. I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you must be there. <laughs> so gradually it has grown. Uh, in the first meeting in Denmark, we had maybe about uh, oh, under under 50 participants. And uh, yeah, it was some. Yeah. And the last meeting, it was about 150. Oh, in, that's incredible. In yeah and uh, yeah and it's it's been really nice uh, lately that uh, we have got contacts like you from guys from from the states also joining joining the association and, and also attending the meetings it, it's been been great to have you on board as well yeah hey, th- hey listen thank you so much for for allowing me to be part of it too i i'm i mean i feel honored um because i mean you guys it's incredible to me to see what everybody is doing all through Europe. And like the guys over, guys and girls, sorry, the, the crew members over in um, uh, Ireland right now, holy smoke, and the cases they've just had. They, this is it's such a great learning lesson for everyone, you know, in, in the yeah. whole community. And um, yeah, and that's, it's a great way to kind of learn when you hear face-to-face people talking about their experiences during rescue missions and, and so on. And that, that's, the, I, I think it's a, the most fruitful part of the meetings is, is the actual, actual uh, informal conversations that you are having with people and, and yeah. so on. Yeah. yeah you know, also in Yesami hang around together <laughs> we all get to hang out uh, hang, yeah. hang, around, we, hang around together we get to drink yeah. some beer oh it's awesome yeah 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 and then we try to pt the next day and go, go for a swim oh gosh yeah yeah that's why the Finns do so well in it yeah in, in the euros mates duly noted oh that's funny yeah. um what what are some of the things that you guys collectively, you know, since the since the far, the formation or the foundation of this, what have you learned from each other that really stands out to you guys? Well, I think uh, in the beginning, uh, at least from my my point of view, the the motivation for this kind of forums and contacts was, I think, it was more related to gear. The rescue swimmer gear because there's, there was at the time there was a lot of stuff that uh, and, and things that uh, different organizations sort of had had to come by by themselves in a way yeah. to figure out what kind of gear we would need for this and that and uh, and I think this this was one of the main reason it kicked in so fast and because we all have the same same problems everywhere and. Yes. You have an, an immediate contact online to ask about uh, a guideline or a weak link or 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 whatever. You get tons of answers there, and you can then sort of judge yourself 
which way you want to go with with, with a certain thing. Yeah, super smart. Um, actually, I was just recommended a dry suit that I believe you guys use because it's made in Finland. Said it's amazing, and I don't. I apologize. It's like oh, a Eurofin. I think is what it's called. Yeah, uh, uh, it's Ursui. Oh, Risto, Risto, Risto it, has the logo in his chest. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The, the, show the logo. Ursui. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was just told about that. As far as being an amazing dry suit that you guys use out there. Um, yeah, we've been using the Ursui products for maybe no almost as long as. I have been in the job 20 years at least. And uh, of course yeah. it's finished and it's closed. <clears throat> the factory is closed by and we have very, very sort of almost personal contacts with, with the people at Ursuit. And, and uh, they are very, very, not, not only towards us, but in general, they are very uh, flexible in, in customizing the suits. Yes. One, and, uh... Whatever way the the, the customer wants it to be customized so that's that's yeah. one one strong point with with Urso. yeah yes and it's it, it's it's also true that we have to say that the first meeting in Olohia, the Ursuk make that possible also yeah in, yeah in, for sure yeah and also it's, for, it's for your Orso. Orso yes. has been the, one of the first major sort of supporters for all our events so yeah that's great that is that is fantastic you know i i heard um the first time i ever heard about eurosa specifically was from uh butch flight who you guys remember at one point or another i don't know if he's still a member but he was at the time yeah he was uh, actually then, in, in the first meeting in denmark he was oh uh, nice uh, with uh so uh representing uh Capel, i think at the time there Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Capewell Aerial Machine and yeah. Tool, yep. And then uh, Mario Vitone, who's with LSC right now, Life Saving Systems Corporation, you know, he's a part of the Eurosa as well. And then another big co key component that has introduced me to this is uh, Kim Gramishu, who that's not her last name, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. She accepts that, that I'm American and that's how I pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um it, it's awesome what you guys are doing with this and the, the lessons learned. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll give, I'll throw Jonas, Janos a, uh, a bone there because he, he had actually taught me a couple of things about what they do with the Estonia guard and using what you guys know as a guideline or a trail line mm. or tagline, whatever you want to call it yeah. um, out of the raft and have one leg in the raft and one leg out of the raft and holding tension there so you're actually you're actually putting enough tension on the edge of the raft so you're actually holding the raft stable with the helicopter at the same time as you're getting your patients uh, or your victims extracted brilliant yes. i was like yes. oh that that's really nice yes so, it it was that that the technique what we are using about the estonia distress and we succeeded quite well so you guys actually took that from the Estonians and used it for yourself for rescue. No, 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 no Risto no. means uh, at, at, uh, during the Estonia, the motor vessel Estonia disaster that happened uh, in 94, oh, okay. where uh, almost 500 people perished there and they, they hoisted hundreds of people from water and rafts uh, at the time. 
and they used this method uh, uh, with, with because it was a time critical mission to get as much people out from the water and out from the raft. So uh, you sort of took the risk to put everybody alone in, in a you know in a strap and mm. just push them with the guideline. Wow! Yes, and, and it it was quite successful method to use that in 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 that case. Wow! Dang, I I am sorry, I didn't I don't know that case. 1994. So there, 900 oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. You, you have, Jason, you have really missed something if you don't know this one. It's a rescue swimmer. I you gotta call to, Janos. You have to go online. Yeah, yeah. Ja, no, Janos! No, don't, don't call Janos about this, no. Yes. Get beat up. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. I will not get... <laughs> yes, yes. The truth, the truth about that, 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 after that Estonia distress, we educated the rescue swimmers to Estonia. Yeah. So you guys went there. up there. Yes. Yes. The first. Yes. They the came to Finland, family. actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And we, and we educated them about uh, our systems and our equipments, and I hope they have get quite good start about the uh, rescue swimmers work from Finland. <laughs> Well, in that case, I'll tell you that it got passed on to me. So, uh, you know what? It's it's got to be doing. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. So, even before Eurosa started, you guys had information passing on that has gotten to me, and uh, I'm excited about it. So, well done, boys. <laughs> Man, wow. So, I, other than uh, and every two years, and I also know there's a physical fitness test that we're supposed to take for the, all of the members that are in the, uh, the European Rescue Swimmer Association. So, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was a thing that we sort of started to think about, to think about around 2014 or something like that, that because uh, we, it's sort of been a, a never ending process in, in Finland to sort of change the, tests and uh, and so on and and sort of we sort of got woken up in a situation where this is all so messy around the world in a way where there's really no standards like international standards that uh, measure the proficiency uh, in in water for the for the rescue swimmers and uh, and this was basically the idea that we sort of thought that we could make a test as, as a proposal what a test would be maybe and uh and yeah so now we have just basically been gathering data during these meets to kind of establish uh, a minimum standard time for that test then awesome yeah. i love it so you guys to recap all this you have a rescue swimmers from the finnish border guard gets a broken cable stuck in the water the guys from Sweden come over and hook you up. You guys are like, what's up? Rescue Swimmer Association is born. And the amount of information that has been passed around the entire group is incredible. And, and now you have a PT standard to get into it. You have meetings every two years. And you have an open discussion, which is a great platform, by the way, that you have a way to talk about cases 
beyond just social media, like, you know, cause you hear a lot of stuff on Facebook or Instagram, mm. but um, these cases come up and then, and I've seen other stuff such as medical conversations as far as schooling or, you know, Hey, this is the case I would do with paramedic work. This is what we would do for you guys specifically in hypothermic victims or people in the hypothermic mm. waters or getting cold waters that become hypothermic. And it's incredible. You guys have yeah. done an amazing job. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. This is, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's not, uh, it's, I think we have all done it. So all the members kind of do it. We don't, there's no single individual actually does it. So we, Try, try to keep it open that way. And that's yeah. why I like our group. We are very humble. Thank you. Way to be humble, Sammy. All right, Mr. <laughs> Vice President. Yes. <laughs> Man, incredible story, you guys. That is incredible. I cannot thank you enough for sharing. You know, the, the lessons that, that are going to be continued to be learned throughout this, I really am looking forward to joining you guys in the next meeting. Um, just to hear what you guys do, uh, you know, the, the conversation about staying on the hook versus getting on the hook, off the hook to free swim, you know, baskets versus litters versus uh, your AVEDs and, and scrimmer suits and quick drops and, and all the other gear that everybody else is using, the dry suit that you guys specifically are using in Finland. I am very excited about this. And I, I thank you for all the information that you're putting out there for everybody. So um, real quick, how does everybody that's a rescue specialist, rescue swimmer, rescue swimmer specifically, how do they get in touch with you guys to be involved in the Eurosa? Like, what do they have to do? Well, you can find us online, uh, eurosa.com. And there's basically an application form at the website where you can fill in that application form. And, and of course, there's some some rules regarding membership that uh, you have to be uh, like a full-time uh, professional rescue swimmer to be able to attend. But every every case sort of will be looked at by the board anyway. There may be some exceptions done if, if we see a, a single person kind of uh, bringing up something for the association or, or or so on so all right yeah so for everybody out there uh eurosa.com and then there's a contact down there hit contact send an email and uh, and then you guys as the board because there's a full board to the rescue Swimmer association that review every applicant that that wants to be a part of the association. So, man, I love it. Dude, I love it. Thank you guys for what you're doing. This is amazing. Again, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing this with everybody. Uh, everybody out there, it's a rescue swimmer, active duty on doing the job. Send these boys an email. Let's get this, let's get it even bigger. All right. I yeah. love it. Okay. Yes, yes, you are welcome. No, nobody left behind. Nobody left behind. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the man that was not left behind. Nice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh. See you, Risto, Sammy. Thank you guys again so much. It has been yes. an absolute pleasure. Uh, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Yes. Yes. You are welcome. Go!
Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Rescue Podcast. Please take a minute and like my daughters like to tell me, like and subscribe. Oh yeah. I'm pulling chocks and taking off. But before I go, if anyone out there has a rescue story that they would be willing to share, I would be humbled and honored to have you as a guest. Or if you have any questions about any of the rescues or anything else that we talk about here on this podcast, send me an email, therealrescue at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-R-E-S-Q at gmail.com. You can also check us out on our Facebook and Instagram page at The Real Rescue. That's at T-H-E-R-E-A-L-R-E-S-Q. I also want to give a special thank you to all of you standing on the watch today. Always remember that when that SAR alarm goes off, those in distress are praying for a miracle. They are going to get you. Until next time, fly safe and swim hard.